This episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanca. Tune in live to interact with the hosts on Wednesday nights, 6.30 central at www.twitch.tv backslash Blanca OG. Hope you enjoy the show. What's up, Tailgate Talks family? Good to have you here. This is the New Year's episode, New Year's edition, and uh, as of right now, COVID edition. Uh, Tailgate Talks is shooting three for three. We are hitting a batting 100. We are having a perfect game, and uh, all three of us have COVID. Uh, so, <laughs> you're all muted. You're, you're muted. You're muted. COVID's having the perfect game. COVID's having the perfect game, batting 100, going three for three. Uh, you know, what, what? how else can I put it? Uh, all, all, uh, all three of us got hit with the vid at the same time. Uh, I got a little bit before these two. But um, before we go into this episode, yeah, we, we got plenty, uh, obviously, as always, to discuss. Uh, but this is the tailgate where we discuss what's going on in the rest of the sporting world. We're going to be talking a little bit of NFL today. Uh, as the season's wrapping up, we got plenty to discuss there. College football playoffs coming around soon. Uh, not too much uh, new news in the NBA, so might not touch uh, too much base in that, but always bringing you the shot bets and stuff like that. Uh, but before we do jump into this episode, make sure you do follow us on iTunes and Spotify. Give us the five stars on both. And if it is on iTunes, drop the review below. We always appreciate that. As far as social media accounts, follow us on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And if you do swing by that YouTube channel, hit the subscribe and bell notifications. That way you're posted each time we post a new video. Um, as far as our personal accounts, Dustin, you can find him at DustinWimmer22. Brooks at Calvin B. Barrett. And me at Blanca, where the L is a 1. And lastly, any sort of thoughts, questions, or anything you want to hear us discuss on the show... Email us at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. So, with uh, with all that out of the way and done, I'm ready to go into this. Uh, obviously, this NFL segment's been one of our favorites to, that we've had the most fun with, with this uh, underdog picks and the, uh, the recap segment. But let me pass this over to Dustin. Are you ready for the football? All right, get him in. All right, it's time for our favorite recap segment. Time it takes Tom Brady to come back on your NFL team. Week 16 recap. The Bucks destroyed the Panthers last week, so we still have a minute, 24 seconds to recap. Um, I think next year we need to rework this and just make it whatever, like, superstar quarterback had a, like, 45-second to two-minute comeback. Whoever, whoever pulled off the comeback, I'm down. <laughs> As long as it's like not like under 30 seconds, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll kind of workshop that and figure it out. You know, the time it takes, uh, who is, who is like a dumb Nick Foles to come back on your NFL team. Right. <laughs> like whatever it is though, if, if Nick Foles pulls it off, then fuck it. That's hey, our segment for the week. You might. So, um, uh, <laughs> minute 24 is our time. Arlie's going to get a shot clock pulled up for us. 
Um, all right, I'm actually going to let you go first because this should be a layup for you. I don't know what you want to talk about, but there's one glaring game from last week that you should talk about. Right, so whenever right, you're ready, go ahead and kick it off to yourself. I'll bring it up. Hold on, let me move this over. I'll leave the rest for y'all because uh, there, there's some, there's a couple of home runs to talk about today. But I'll I'll take I'll take over over the one that that I know you're thinking I'm thinking of, and I'm going in three, two, one, and going. All right, so what the like uh, like we've said this over and over on this show, we need to make a a bumper sticker or a T-shirt or something. But these Chargers are going to Charger, and they Chargered the most Charger way possible in losing to the defeated, self-defeated Texans. 4-11, and 11, and somehow we throw up 41 points on them. I mean, great game by the Texans, fine, if, if you want to kind of consider it from that point of view. But let's be honest, this was an 8-6 Chargers team going into this game. And they let the Texans run up 41 points on them. This is the ultimate Chargers going to Charger moment, I think, of this season. And I don't know how they pulled it off. I, I, I really don't know. Um, great game for, for Houston. I don't know why we went for that win. I, I honestly would have just given them the ball to get more, more draft picks, but, uh, but, uh, whatever. I mean, I guess emotional win fine. Uh, I, again, I, I have nothing else to say there. Like why, why do we let the Chargers still charger? Why do we ever put hope into this team when this is what they're going to do time in and time out? That's my re my recap. Awesome. Yeah. Great win. Or a terrible win for the Texans, I guess. A weird win. A few draft picks. Terrible loss for the Chargers, who at nine wins probably would have pretty much sealed the playoff spot. And now they're still in the big fight in that AFC. It's all cluster. So uh, go ahead and reset that oh, clock for us. We got somebody new in the chat. Armand, what's going on, man? Haven't talked to you in a little while. He's from, he's from uh, Florida. He's saying how... What do you guys think about my Dolphins? Well, the Dolphins are a fraud. They've played a bunch of terrible, crappy teams over this seven-game win streak. They're going to go on a two-game losing streak to end the season. <laughs> they play the Titans and the Patriots, two real teams. Yeah. Like, you're not going to get to play Ian Book or the Texans twice. <laughs> or the Jets. That's a fair That's yeah. a fair assessment, Armand. You know Whoa. it is, bro. You know it is. <laughs> All right, Great all right. job on winning who's in front of you, but now you actually have two real football teams in front of you. Uh, all right, who we got but, next on the recap? Brooks? Brooks is up next. All right, all right. Go go ahead and go. Now. Oh, uh, so I'm going to talk about the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots game, two teams in the Dolphins division. And I'm going to, you know, kind of pat myself on the back here because I picked the Bills to beat the Patriots last week, and they went out there. And their offense absolutely dominated the Patriots. I don't think they punted once in that entire game. Josh Allen looked like the Josh Allen from last year was making plays every time he needed to. He, um, you know, went out there and won them that game. Helped me get to the fantasy football Super Bowl as well. So thank you, Josh Allen. You've been awesome for me this season. But I was just really impressed by the Bills. I've been kind of waiting for them to have a game like this. They went out there in New England and, you know, 
won that game and set themselves up perfectly to win that division again this year. They've got the Falcons and the Jets, two layups. So they should win those two games, and then they hold the tiebreakers. So they should ultimately come out on, on top of this division, set themselves up perfect for a playoff run here. So really impressed by that game. And then, yeah, shout out to me, fantasy football championship coming this week. Let's go Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Mark Andrews. One more for your boy. One more for your boy, and we'll hold up that trophy. Boom. <laughs> then done. 118. 118. All right. <coughs> All right. Yeah, the Bills handled business like the Chargers couldn't. That was my mine was more about the Chargers sucking than the Houston being good. Let's be real, but that's yeah, that's, you, you that's basically what happened it. though. That's what happened. All right, you have to bundle it all in one segment, uh, one game. That's great, that's great. Um, all right, so Dustin, you ready to go? You bet. All right, going in three, two, one, go. Like I've done with half of the segments of this this year, the Dallas Cowboys absolutely shit pumped the Washington football team last week. It was honestly for the football team, that's embarrassing. They should have to change their name because that was not a football team out there. I've seen JV teams play better than that. That was just ridiculous. Every They had a pick six by a defensive lineman. They had a punt block for a touchdown. They also had the Cowboys had an offensive lineman catch a touchdown. Shout out Terrence Steele, former Texas Tech Red Raider. You know, starting left tackle just casually catches a play-action touchdown pass. Loved it. Everybody, Cowboys were doing whatever they wanted in that game. It was ridiculous. They had Cooper Rush in with three minutes left in the third quarter still. They had some last string wide receiver making a 50 yard play and making like 10 guys miss. It was just absolutely ridiculous how easy that game was for the Dallas Cowboys. That's the kind of game you need going into the end of the year and confidence boosting. That's the most healthy they looked. Zeke and Tony Pollard both looked great. Dak looked great. I mean, all around really great effort by that team. So two games left. They actually sealed up and won the 10 seconds East there. And so playoff spot and still fighting for that one seed. So go Cowboys. And done. 122. So I had my mic muted and said 10 seconds. I was like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Wait, stop it. <laughs> right. All right. So nice recaps. That wraps nice recaps. up our recaps. So, yeah, next year we might uh, shoot. Maybe even next week we might even find a new, new name to come back on your NFL team recap. We'll see how that works out. So we're going to move on. Week 17. This is not the last week of the season like we're used to. So don't get that in your heads. We got one. This is second to last week, but a lot of important games coming up with a lot of playoff implications on the line. First one we're going to talk about is Chiefs and the Bengals going at each other. Um, the Chiefs still rolling hot. They've sealed up the AFC West for the sixth straight year. Bengals took control of the AFC North finally. So that's fun to say. <laughs> um, Brooks, what do you think of this matchup? We got two hot teams, two young quarterbacks. What do you think, man? Yeah, shout out to you. You said that you thought the Bengals would ultimately take control of this division, yeah. and they handled business against the Ravens last week, uh, despite them being on like a quarterback that they picked up that week. But I've been impressed with the Bengals this season. They're obviously a team that a lot of people doubted coming into it you know not a lot of people had them winning over like five or six games let alone be at the top of their division this late into the season um so definitely exciting things for that team but the Chiefs are just 
becoming that Chiefs team that we thought they were going to be at the beginning of the season. Uh, it just took them quite a while to get there, but ultimately uh, it feels like they have arrived. They just destroyed the Steelers without Travis Kelsey, without needing Tyree kill at all, pretty much yeah. that game. Um, and with Clyde Edwards Hilaire getting hurt. So I'm just really impressed by the way they've been playing lately. They're the hottest team in the league right now. And they're shaping up to, you know, for another big playoff run here uh, as this season comes to a close. So I expect this to be a fun game. Um, if there's anything that we've seen beat the Chiefs, it's a good young passing quarterback like Justin Herbert, um, you know, was able to kind of torch them. So, uh, but this will this is a fun late season game for these two teams that we thought at the beginning of the season would kind of be meaningless. But here it is as a huge game and huge opportunity for both of these teams to for the Chiefs to try to secure that one seed and for the Bengals to, you know, try to uh, help their uh, division championship out. So, uh, fun game. Yeah. Harley, what do you think, man? Just wild. Going into the season, uh, you know, you had Baltimore, you had Pittsburgh, you had Cleveland, uh, like, f- like three other really good teams. You would have never projected the Bengals being on top of this division. With how good Cleveland looked last year, how good Baltimore's been all like regular season, uh, Joe Burrow is just fun. Uh, still, can't say it enough. Love this dude, and uh, to 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 kind of give him his due credit, he's uh he's 150 yards passing behind Mahomes for the season. Like the guy's putting in work, and uh, you know, as it was just said, uh, with with no O line. He's putting in work. He's he's getting just as much yardage as Mahomes is. Granted, Mahomes had his little bit of a, a little bit of, the, excuse me, the, the yips at the start of the season. Uh, Joe Burrow's uh, just impressing me more and more every week. <clears throat> How do I think this game is going to go? I, I kind of expect it to roll in the favor of the Chiefs, a little bit more well rounded, but I expect a decent battle. I don't expect this to be by more than a touchdown. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. I think the word you're looking for is consistency between these teams. Yeah. Bengals have been more up and down from game to game, whereas the Chiefs, obviously, eight-game win streak have gotten healthy on the defensive side, and now they've gotten everybody out of the COVID protocols. And so they're healthy on the offensive side, too. So I expect them to pull out maybe a close game, kind of like you're describing there, Arley. Yeah. Um, Move along to – Armand's Dolphins, Armand Lane. We got quite a few Dolphins fans that we know. Dolphins and Titans, they got to play a real game finally. Um, Dolphins are on a seven game win streak. So, not to brush that off, they've just played a lot of fraud teams and they've played a 500 Ravens team. That's their best win during that stretch. Um, and the Titans are looking really, really good after last week. Um, they got AJ Brown back and obviously used him quite a bit. And they're at 10 and five, even without Derrick Henry, they're a much, much better team than the Dolphins. Arley, do you agree? Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't want to say much, much because again, I, my trust and faith in the Titans, they're still on my shelf. Uh, they're, <laughs> oh, yeah. they're, they're still up there. We got, I told, I said it last week. We got elf on the shelf. We got Titans on the shelf. That doesn't change for me just yet, just because they got one win and it was by three points over San Francisco. And and I honestly thought 
you know, that that was almost as much a San Francisco loss as much as the Titans win. Uh, but that's just my feelings on it. Dolphins, I this is their this is their first major test in the last couple of weeks. It was yeah. a good it was a good battle because the the New Orleans team, as we saw against Tom Brady, can't ramp it up. So for them to beat them twenty to three kind of deserves a little bit of a some attention. So like I'll start watching it. I'm gonna watch this game, but I don't have faith in these Titans just yet because I can't take them off the shelf. All right. Brooks, how are you feeling, man? What do you think? I'm a lot like Arlie. I just can't I don't know what to trust with the Titans. You know, this is a team that's lost some games that you're looking at like, wait, how did they lose that one? Um, and then they won some games kind of like last week. I didn't really think they had much of a chance against the 49ers, but I kind of, I guess, dismissed the AJ Brown, you know, being back and what that means for that offense. But I wasn't sure how healthy he was going to be on his way back. I wasn't sure if they're getting full hundred percent AJ Brown. And that clearly does make a difference for Tannehill. Um, if he doesn't have AJ Brown, then yeah, they're definitely a team that I think would probably lose to the dolphins, but having him back and he's such a weapon and opens this offense up a little bit more. You know, I think theoretically this should be a game that they go in uh, and win, but I, you know, while the Dolphins haven't played many good quarterbacks, like Armand has pointed out, their defense has been really solid and it's been something that's carried them from game to game. And while their offense isn't anything that it stands out to you, like two is doing what he needs to do. He's getting it to Jalen Waddle, who's been, remarkable this season for them um and so i expect this to be a close game but i would expect the titans if you know them to be able to pull this one out with aj brown back uh and you know a defense that's played pretty well as well so i I think when you look at it the offense i trust more is the titans and so i think that's what gives them the advantage yeah i agree with you there brooks a lot of wavering trust in either of these teams going at each other. Um, I think it'd be interesting to watch just to see if the Dolphins keep it close or get blown out. Yeah, Um, I do. I do want the Dolphins to win this one. I want that. I, I would like to see them continue this win streak into the playoffs where I had predicted them to be at the beginning of the year. It would just make me more happy to get more of my predictions right than wrong. (laughs) And, and and to, to be fair, if they do win this, that puts them, I mean, they're one game behind the lead. And well, then that makes the next week's game against the Patriots very, very interesting because yeah. they would hold the tiebreaker, I think, because they beat the Pats in week one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then if they obviously win that, then they'd be probably tied with the Patriots, win the uh, tiebreaker against them. It would make next week very interesting. It's going to be good. And that would be and then almost exactly how we predicted that to, to go, is we predicted <laughs> exactly. them to be like yeah. that close. Miami maybe hold that. (laughs) And then obviously it just muddies up the AFC more like Brooks loves. Yeah. Always. (laughs) Hell yeah. So talking about the muddy AFC, the Ravens are right in the mix of that. Um, Playing the Los Angeles Rams who are pretty hot right now. Using Odell really well. I did see earlier today that Lamar is going to probably be back. He's limited in practice. So that's a positive thing for them. Oh, yeah. Um, but the Rams are hot. So, Arlie, how are we feeling about Rams versus Ravens? Um, 
without Lamar, this is all Rams. Oh yeah. Uh, like the let's just let's just be just straight up blunt up front about that. Without Lamar, this is the Rams game to win or lose, whatever. It's in their hands. And and we saw them do pretty well with the backup last week or week before. Um, and I mean it worked out okay, but that's their the Lamar Jackson's their number one. That's their number one threat. And without him, uh, this team ride, ride or dies. Like let, let's 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 be real. With him in there, full season. They should be probably be at ten wins by now, and uh, Rams kind of slowly a little bit going back into form. They were in yeah. it at the start of the season, and then they kind of tried to stray away from that, tried to get a little bit too fancy, tried to get a little bit too tricky, and uh, and uh, Sean McVay going a little bit back to uh, a little bit more play action and line shifts on the offense. You'll see you see a lot more of what he used to do, which is just have the entire O line just shift left, shift right, <laughs> and then it, it, it it's 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 becoming what made Sean McVay like a top tier young head coach. So I'm I'm excited to see this game. I want to see it play out, but uh, Lamar Jackson I think is is the main key here. If he's in this game, Rams have a shot, and this is a. Not a coin toss, still slightly in the Rams' favor, but without him there, uh, give him a touchdown. Yeah. Brooks, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, obviously with Lamar, they have a chance, but the Ravens are kind of becoming the team that I thought they were going to be um, at the beginning of the season. They just have so many injuries and just way too many to overcome. Of course, losing Lamar hasn't helped, you know, as they lost their last, you know, two games. I think they're on a I don't even remember how many games they've lost in a row here. It's probably like four or five. Yeah, it's four. Um, four games. So uh, their season just kind of seems like it's fading away. And, you know, Lamar is incredible, but I don't really know how much a difference it really makes for them with all the injuries that they have. The Rams, this obviously means more for them. And I would expect them to be able to go in there and kind of handle themselves. But this is another – Ravens team that you just don't really know what to expect week by week. You know, maybe they go in there and blow the doors off the Rams. That wouldn't surprise me. But, um, you know, as for me and myself, I, I think the Rams can control this game. Um, they're starting to run the ball well, like I already mentioned. And then Cooper Cup is just an uh, unstoppable force and mm -hmm. on way to possibly break receiving records. So um, Rams, uh, I, I think, will take this yeah, you got two teams going two different directions. The Rams with a four-game win streak. The Ravens with a four-game losing streak. True. I mean, the Ravens are well-coached and never go away. So you've seen this yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, so it might be a fight, but the I mean, the, the Ravens are still playing for a playoff spot, but the Rams are playing for more than that. They're playing for that one seed and to keep a game up on the Cardinals in the division. So I think that outweighs the motivation factor oh, of it. They're fine. Cardinals are going to so, choke it. A little more interesting game I want to move on to. Cardinals and Cowboys. Woo. We just talked Cardinals one game back of the Rams. They have been sliding. Tell me if you've heard this before, but a Cliff Kingsbury team is not doing well in the second half of the season. They're on a three-game losing streak. Um, they've lost kind of the grip of the division and the conference. Um, while the Cowboys are getting hot, their game up on – on them, they're uh, fighting for that one seed. They locked up the East last week. 
Um, Brooks, your favorite team to shit on, the Arizona Cardinals. Go in on this game, man. I just love Cliff because he, you know, he's not a coach that you have to spend a lot of time to figure out. And, and it makes what we do here a lot easier, you know, every single year. <laughs> you just know to bet against Cliff in the back half of the season. And so very appreciative of him and what he's done on like my shot bet records and stuff like that later in the season. And so, you know, yeah, I, they're just two teams kind of like the last game going in different directions right now. Uh, Cowboys have been handling business as of late. And then last week we get the performance that makes you feel like, oh, shit, this is like, yeah, all right, that everything's back now. The defense is still killing it. And now the offense finally has a game that we've been waiting for them to have. And so that I feel like these teams are just kind of in different spaces right now. And that's where I have a lot more faith in the Cowboys than I do in a Cliff Kingsbury coached Cardinal team in what will be January. So, um, yeah, I, I just, I just like what I've seen from the Cowboys and the Cardinals have become a little bit predictable. No Deandre Hopkins, a not a hundred percent Kyler Murray and a defense that's kind of getting exposed a little bit more lately. So, uh, I'm going to take the Cowboys in this shot bet, uh, at the five and a half. I think they're just a better team right now. Yeah. So shot bets at five and a half, that's a little bit of points. You're expecting, Almost a touchdown win there. Um, also add James Conner, who's been one of the best running backs in the league this year, to that injury list. He's not healthy either. Yeah, Chase Edmonds is back, but Conner's been the better back for them. So yeah, two of their best offense players are out. And obviously, a lot like you said, a lot of teams figure out Cliff by the second half of the season. Once his kind of smoke, smoke show kind of fades away, they have them figured out of where guys are going. So, Arlie, do you agree with Brooks on this take? Um, yeah. I mean, we, we've said it plenty. Uh, as Texas Tech fans, nobody knows better than us what Cliff is going to do in the second or down stretch of a season, second half of a season. The man can't make adjustments. He starts becoming predictable. And it's unfortunate some of the injuries that he's dealing with. But... uh. Uh, we're going to have to start refer referring to them as the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Full of them. Full of the L's right now. Uh, but now, this is the Cowboys game. Uh, the uh, uh, Kind of like on my last take, on our last game with the Rams and Ravens. Uh, <clears throat> this is this is the Cowboys game to win or lose. Uh, they have all the advantage. They have all the momentum. They're firing on all cylinders. They got everybody that they need healthy. Uh Cowboys are going to win this game and and take and that's going to be my bet on the shot bet too. I'm with y'all and the Cowboys there. Decent amount of points, but I think this is a prove it type game for the Cowboys. You've been playing some crappy NFC East teams. Now mm -hmm. it's time to play with some real competition and shut some people up. Um, this would be a disappointing loss too if you're a Cowboys fan. I mean, you're still getting in the playoffs, but you need this one to feel good about going into the playoffs with some strong Super Bowl aspirations. Um, true, yeah. true or false, Dustin? Uh, best shot in 25 years for the Cowboys to win the title. Uh, I don't know. A couple of those Romo teams were pretty good. 
say the Dez caught it year might probably yeah <laughs> that's the team that's kind of coming to my mind the Dez caught it year against the Packers um besides that they had a bunch of injured type really good teams so yeah it's right up there okay I kind of <laughs> yeah, uh, I kind of good that the other day that's a pretty pretty good point and argument though I mean, 25 years is a long time. That goes back to the 90s where I think they were winning Super Bowls. <laughs> well, you could say 20 and, and years. Yeah, 25 since yeah. their last Super Bowl. But, yeah, their last 20 years, this millennium, I guess you could say, last two decades. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wow. it's it's up there in the top three, I bet. Okay. I was just – I had that discussion I think, last <laughs> night with head, somebody. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, I think this is honestly their, I mean, best, a, their best chance. Out of the top – probably, yeah, top three, so include – the Dez caught it year. Yeah. And the uh, rookie year of Zeke and Dak, that was pretty damn good. Was that, um, the, was that the year with the Rodgers throw? Yeah, the one. Yeah. Like down the sideline. Like down the, the sideline. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So those, those are probably the three. I was just curious. Uh, somebody somebody was asking what, that, what I thought the other day, and I was like, this is their best shot. In, in... One of them, yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Sorry. Last little game to talk about the <coughs> AFC North game. Browns and Steelers. Browns are three and a half point favorites um, playing the Steelers. This division, while competitive, is kind of a mess. Um, both these teams are just under 500 in the division. Baker just came out and threw four picks, which I loved watching on Christmas Day. That was amazing. He was in a very giving mood, like Santa mm-hmm. Claus. Aww. Um and I mean, he's in a contract type year. Browns haven't done good without any other quarterback, so they're in a weird situation. The Steelers, obviously, Big Ben's on his last arm <laughs> out there. Um, Harley, how are you feeling about this kind of sub 500? But both these teams are still in playoff contention at the same time. So, Harley, how are we feeling about this this matchup here? I think uh, to <coughs> Sorry, COVID edition. <coughs> oh, fuck. Um, I think that this is um first. Uh, I guess to touch base on the contract thing with with Baker, um, you don't let go a quarterback that's giving you a chance. As much as I like seeing Baker fuck up, which he's going to. Uh, what were the Browns before him? Oh yeah, they so, don't have another plan. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Like so. No, uh, sign him, put him on a five-year instead of a 10-year contract or something like that. Don't sign him to some Supermax or something stupid. But, like, yeah. pay, pay him his worth. But pay him. Don't be dumb. But anyways, back to this game. Um, I, I I think the, the, the Browns are kind of slowly uh, are slowly kind of drifting into into just letting this season go. Uh, they, they had a decent setup and start to the season and got plagued by injuries and got plagued by COVID and... And uh, I, I think this is going to mean a little bit more to the Steelers. I think that they're within more of an arm's reach of trying to take over this division. And their their defense is going to try and do their best to drag old, old uh, Kane walking fucking uh, <laughs> old Kane walking uh, Ben Roethlisberger. And uh, outside of that, I mean, this is a really close division. Everybody's within a game or two of each other. And uh, this still from this week to, to the end of next week could completely turn the division upside down. Yeah. Brooks, what do you think, man? Yeah, this is definitely like whoever loses this game's their shot. 
yeah. at the playoffs is probably over um, with, you know, one more week in the season left after this. So, but yeah, both teams, I think that Browns, you know, we had higher expectations for them this year. So this definitely has to be a very disappointing season for them, knowing that they had, you know, division championship aspirations and, you know, high playoff hopes after what they did last season. But yeah, ultimately it comes down to the fact that, you know, Baker just isn't that guy. Um, and we've seen it from time to time again, he threw four picks, like all of those quarterbacks that have come through Cleveland over the years, none of them managed to throw four picks, but wow. Baker did. Um, and so I, I think for them, this is a very disappointing season. And I kind of think it, keeps getting more disappointing with the Steelers victory here and Tomlin saves his chance that, you know, yet another staying above 500 season. Yes. And I think these are Ben's possible last two games in Pittsburgh. So I think it just means a lot more to them and maybe a little revenge for that playoff loss they took last year. So I think the Steelers in the Browns hopes of the playoffs uh, this week. Yeah, I think that's all the Steelers are really playing for is Big Ben and Tomlin's never losing record. Um, yeah. Maybe that's why they tied the Lions. So that way they can't go uh, not <laughs> right. nine and eight this year. You know, they, they can go eight, eight and one and save that record and be the first ever eight, eight and one team. But honestly, I'm kind of just disinterested in this game because it's two whatever teams. You know, the Steelers or whatever on Ben Big, Big Ben's last arm and the super injured Browns who were supposed to be so good. So this game's kind of whatever to me. Um, whoever loses is is out. So any other games or stuff y'all want to touch on real quick or move along to underdogs? Nah, let's, let's, let's knock out the – well, the news. We got to knock out the news because – Oh, yeah, that. we're not skipping news. Yeah, yeah, but okay. I'm good. Um, so, yeah, obviously everybody heard the news yesterday of legendary, legendary just NFL guy, John Madden, passed away. Um, best coach, arguably one of the best coaches ever in his 10 years. Um, amazing broadcaster, EA Sports Madden NFL video game. Um, passed away yesterday at 85. Um, I think the best way to put him is, like I said, best – NFL football type guy ever. Um, and the way he was able to touch and spread football to so many generations is amazing with his enthusiasm and knowledge. I mean, he touched one generation with his coaching and then touched another generation or two with his broadcasting. And he's touching the last, the last two generations with his video games. I mean, the kids now don't even know the broadcaster yeah. coach. <clears throat> John Madden they just know they don't even know who John Madden is they just know the video game is named yep. Madden for no reason <laughs> yeah. which is kind of crazy but kind of cool um at the same time I mean he was the head of like the face of that Madden game he was on the cover for the first few years before they started putting you know Eddie George and Ray Lewis and Pat Mahomes on there um but amazing guy brought the Raiders to kind of what they are as a big time franchise he fit that fit them perfect um, bringing in all kinds of guys and making them play together I mean, his broadcasting just transcended so many things um, a lot of cool stories coming out today about him um, but yeah John Madden passed away at 
85. You guys got anything about John Madden? I mean, legend, dude. What can, what can yeah. I say? I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a gamer. And, and, you know, I mean, I used to compete. And, uh, and so uh, it, it's, it's going to be cool. Because it, he did his career right. You know, there was never any scandals, anything bad you ever heard coming out about John Madden. Anything like anything mean or crude. So uh, yeah. his his legacy is going to live on. And, and these kids, like you said, I mean, they're going to be playing Madden, Madden, you know, 2053. And, and, and <laughs> I maybe, hope so. maybe a couple of them are going to be looking at it and just be like... <clears throat> Who the fuck was who, who the fuck was John Madden? And go back and look and see the legend that was this man. So sad to see him go. Uh, it, it, my heart dropped a little bit when I heard it, um, and luckily it was kind of from old age and 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 uh, and not not due to some sort of like freak accident or tragedy, but yeah, uh, definitely a legend of football and will always be remembered as that. Yeah, Brooks any Madden things. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I thought it was a little crazy because, you know, on Christmas Day, there was a huge documentary that came out about Madden. <laughs> and then, like, a few days later, he passes away. It's, it's just kind of bizarre. But, you know, icon, obviously, for the game of football, like, there's not a lot of people that's names that you just associate with football, and Madden is one of them. And he's a guy who didn't even play in the NFL. Yeah, he, he got drafted it. and never played, yes. Yeah, and he coached it. And he broadcasted it better than anybody's ever done. And he created a video game that'll last, you know, for eternity because uh, of the popularity with the league and actually taking video game NFL video games from like Tech Mobile to actually like, yeah. like, a, like football is supposed to be played. And so, yeah, he's generational. You know, our parents will remember him for his broadcasting um, and our generation will remember him for his broadcasting and his football game. And then kids later on will just associate Madden as football. And so that there's not a lot of people like that for a sport. And so obviously an icon, a legend of the game and uh, the sport will truly miss him. And, yeah. uh, and so, yeah, it's tough when you lose a legend like that for, for a game and for multiple generations that have lived with them. And I was listening to a pot Bill Simmons talk about it yesterday. And he's like, there's not a lot of guys like this that they kind of feel like family because every yeah. Sunday you're welcoming that person into your home to yeah. gather around the TV and watch the football game. And he was that kind of person that you wanted to tune into that game to listen to him. And if your team was called by him, it felt like an honor, like, Oh, our game's getting called by John Madden like that. There's not a lot of guys like that. And so to be, one of those icons for the biggest sport <laughs> that's that's pretty incredible it's pretty well yeah, lived be, life it'll be cool to see what the nfl and like what the raiders do to honor him yeah. not just like this sunday uh, but like in the future like naming something after him is probably right. <laughs> uh gonna yeah. happen somehow some way i don't know what or where uh, but i would think the league would find something to do and the Raiders definitely or I got the all Madden teams you know that that's something uh, that's already yeah. like there was some players today talking about that of how much an honor it was to be yeah. named to the all Madden team which means like played hard played the right way is honor to be you know recognized by him um in that way so 
and we'll Legend. probably get him on the cover of the next Madden, which will be yes, cool too. I saw I saw already uh, artwork today of that, and it was like a black and white one of when he won the Super Bowl and was getting hoisted up. So I don't know how you how you miss on that. <laughs> yeah, especially after EA Sports kind of under fire last year for like their like crappy update to the new Madden. They, I bet they uh, go all in this year on updating that thing and getting him on the cover and making it the best ever. So let's move on to the fun stuff. Our week 16 underdog picks recap there. Brooks received prime time from the winner's wheel. So we had a double up on this game. So Brooks went with the 49ers um, minus three and a half against the Titans and the Titans handled and won that game. So Brooks goes to the loser's wheel. Arley had a six-point tease. He put that on the Titans at plus nine and a half, and they outright won that. So neither of you really needed whatever you got there um, with the outright wins by the Titans. So Arley to the winner's wheel there, our first ever double-up game. Um, We did not hit that that sweet spot where both of you could win. That would have been – Give Jimmy Garoppolo. (laughs) I played the COVID game, um, Steelers plus four and a half against the Chiefs, but the Chiefs didn't even need the guys that were pretty much out of COVID and dominated the Steelers. So easy go- trip to the loser's wheel for me. So our week 17 order here, Arley gets to go first on the winner's wheel, followed by Brooks and Dustin on the loser's wheel. So Arley, go ahead and pull up that wheel for yourself. Yeah, let's go. um hey brooks uh can you do me a favor and email me the the graphic for the uh we don't need it we can get we can just go man okay we'll just go i got the wheels either way okay yeah we're going three two one oh wait this loser's wheel not for me oh do it (laughs) not for me By week plus pick. Yeah, so that means you oh, get yeah. a skip this week. You get a free pass, but you pick a game uh, that will determine your order next week. Okay. So remember, if you win it by whatever many points you win it, you could end up going first again. Okay. okay. We don't just get screwed uh, over. So I got to pick an underdog here. By the way, this is the first time while you're thinking early, it's the first time our, the full board has three and a half point underdogs. Yeah, it's crazy. Off the board. Brooks did not have to censor anybody for us. <laughs> a full week. You know what? Uh, my underdog pick is going to be uh, that, uh, that Steelers game. Steelers-Browns. All right. Steelers versus Browns. What's that spread for me? Three, three, and, three and a half Browns. Three and a half Browns. That's a favorite. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Steelers three and a half. Gotcha. Okay. And then you got a bye week, so you're already going to the winner's wheel next week. Congratulations. No, he, he picks regular pick for the Regular week. pick. You get yeah. no wheel. But Aww. that's not bad. It's the last week of it, though. So... Uh, <laughs> Brooks, loser's wheel for you. All right, all right, yeah. hold on. Let me. So that that Steelers Browns game is out for you now, Brooks. That's correct. Okay. 
Luigi's wheel is up. Okay, got it pulled up. Got us all over there. Let's move this here. All right. All right, loser's wheel spinning in three, two, one. Oh, it's not spinning. Oh, now we're spinning. Automatic, yeah. Just all right. That's great. Automatic loss for Brooks. So do you get to pick a game to – or do you just go to the last place next week? Um, I think this should be kind of like the bye week where I pick a game and then – get to determine what spot on the wheel I get because if you pick a game and lose we should be able to yeah I agree do that so I am going to I'm just going to hedge my bet against the Cowboys and just pick the Cardinals five and a half just for just for for kicks double loss because it it doesn't matter because I already lost (laughs) doesn't matter that's kind of true. All right. Doesn't matter. So going Cardinals there. <laughs> um, all right. So go ahead and spin that wheel for me, Arlie. All right. Here we go. Zoom feed now so I can Three, watch in real time. Three, two, one, go. Big spin. Big spin. It's lagging on me. Oh, come on. It's the second time you get this. Big cats oh, can't man. lose parlay. Oh, <clears throat> I've played this before. It's uh, fun. You're still on share. You're still sharing the screen early, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I know. So he wanted. I got he, a big he, cat he, he can't lose it. parlay from the loser's wheel, so I will update that on uh, Sunday morning when that comes out. What I get, it's usually a four or five team like parlay of a little bit of everything. You know, some overs, some money lines, some regular picks. So. Got to hit them all to win that one. That'll be fun. The last time I got this, I did win, just just for reference. So maybe I can go two for two on Big Cats Can't Lose Parlays. Yeah. All right. So I think with that, we are done. And going over to you, Arlie, back to you, man. Let's go. All right. So, um... Back to we had a couple of weeks ago we had we had the segment about college football playoffs because normally you would think we'd we'd talk about the college football playoffs in the tech segment but like we kind of determined that this is the rest of the sporting world has nothing to do with Texas Tech so right here uh, college football playoffs coming up this week uh, what what day is it on the first thirty first thirty first I think. You're or right, is it right, New Year's right, Day? You're right. You're right, you're right. No, 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 no. I think you're right. It is on the 31st. Oh, let's find it. Schedule bowl games. I just want to make sure. <coughs> oh, oh, my God. I hate this. 31st. Yep, yep, yep. End of the day at 31st. Uh, 2.30 for the 1-4 seed game. 6.30 for the 2-3. Um, but uh, the Michigan versus Georgia game. Georgia being a... Seven and a half point favorite over Michigan. Uh, first game there. Uh, what What is y'all's thoughts about it uh, going into this game? Uh, Brooks, what are you thinking about this matchup? Um, I don't really know. <laughs> I, these aren't teams that I've watched closely all season. So it's kind of one of those games when it, you know, is on the TV because I'll be forced to be home. I'll be watching it. Uh, but I do like 
you know, Michigan being in the college football playoff. We got a new team in there, new, new blood colors in there. So that's always nice to see. Um, and for our, like shot bet, you know, I'm just going to go with Michigan here because that's what I want as I want oh. Michigan to keep it close. I don't know if they'll win, but it feels like the a lot of times in these college football semifinals, there's just blowouts galore. And so um, I think with Georgia kind of coming off of some COVID issues, Michigan's been playing really good football. I think this will be a pretty tight fought game. That's kind of what I'm expecting. And I hope Michigan can keep that within a touchdown. That's fair. Uh, good call there. Uh Dustin, it's, a, it's a bet out of hope and not out of like <laughs> what like, I, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> like something like well, well planned. You're just like, eh, yeah, hope Michigan wins this um, or at least keeps it close. Uh, Dustin, what are you thinking over there? Seven and a half points. What's your thoughts on the games to begin with uh, or, or the game itself? Uh, what are you feeling? I think the to talk about the other game real quick, the Alabama since oh, game, we're, we're I think going it'll be to closer. Oh, okay. Um, but this one, I don't know what to think of Michigan because it's their first time here and Georgia's been such a dominant team all year. I would want to just straight up take Georgia in this, but that's quite a bit of points. And I think Michigan's going to be pretty good to be honest. Um, so I'm pretty conflicted on where to go and what to take in this one. Um, so I haven't watched a game of either of them all year. So I don't know anything like personally, um, just watching them. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I don't know. <laughs> so as far as your shot bet, which way are you going? Georgia? Uh, all right, hold on. I'll get it going. Let's see. Here it goes. Here it goes. All right. I got it for you. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the favorite of Georgia. They've been so dominant all year. <coughs> with having, I think, three weeks to prepare for this. They're just going to be even more dominant and even win by a, a touchdown plus. Okay. Fair bet. Fair pick. Um, I, 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 so one of my close friends in town, Cody Ecker, he, he, he went to Michigan. He's a big Michigan fan, so uh, he'll call me every Saturday morning and uh, ask me if I want to go watch the Michigan game with him at the bar. So I've actually gotten to see a lot of them this year. And uh, this is a team with a lot of fight in them. Uh, that Michigan State game that they had, that was their one loss. But the way that they beat Ohio State this year makes me think that they'll be able to compete and win against Georgia. Because Ohio State runs a very similar game to Georgia. They're very uh, kind of big lines, big big, uh, big running backs, okay passers. But Michigan's going to go toe-to-toe with that, and they know how to beat it. It was a cold-weather game. It was very, very snowy, and, and Michigan just ran it down Ohio State's throat. But I think that Michigan's actually better at on the offensive end at doing what Georgia likes to do. So I'm going to take Michigan on this shot bet. And uh, I also, uh, just a side thing, also think Michigan's going to flat out win this game. Uh, next like game it. that we're going to talk about a little bit here is uh, is Alabama 
13 and a half point favorite over Cincinnati. Cincinnati getting their shot at the uh, playoff here. Future uh, future Big 12 candidate. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited for the matchup. I kind of want to see it because, uh, you know, the, they, they, they go through a whole season. You know, they, they work their ass off. They go undefeated. They beat some some decent teams there. I mean, Houston with, with the win over Auburn. And then, you know, this Cincinnati team beating that same Houston team 35-20. to 20. Um, Dustin, what, what's your thoughts on the Alabama-Cincy matchup? Yeah, good for the Big 12 Cincinnati Bearcats, but I think given this Alabama team and Nick Saban three weeks to prepare for you is just bad news. Yeah. And the talent and coaching aspect of it is going to be a blowout. If we were taking this game, I would still take Alabama in that 13 and a half easily. I'm not scared of that big number in this kind of game. Usually these one versus four matchups don't go well for the four. Um, and I just see the talent and the coaching disparity really come out in this one. That's very fair. I mean, Brooks, what, what are you thinking there, man? I mean, uh, blowout or does Cincy have a chance to keep this at all close? No, I, I think Alabama is just too good. And like Dustin said, three weeks to prepare with the best talent and the best coach, despite everybody, you know, we've been disrespecting Alabama and we've, uh, we put them as underdogs as every Alabama player would like to say, pretend like we think that they're the underdogs, even though y'all win the championship, like all the fucking time, <laughs> but get this chip off your shoulder mentality, Alabama. Like you're, you're the fucking favorite. You were all the best players in high school. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. All of you seriously. <laughs> but no, I mean, it would be cool to see since he compete, like that would be really fun, especially for like, you know, the future big 12, for them to come in and, and hang. I would expect it to be kind of close at the start. But since he's going to yeah. come in, they're going to be fired up, and they might be able to do some things early to stay in it. But ultimately, uh, Alabama just will be too much for them. Um, they have too many guys. The guys that they sub in are better than the guys that since he has. You know, So it's just overwhelming yeah. amount of talent, and I think that will ultimately prepare them. Like Dustin said, I would – take Alabama in this one if this was the shot bet just um it's just based, because that's probably what the way it's gonna go just based yeah. on it's just it's it's tier of talent yeah uh, from the coaching staff from the players like you're, you're talking about the top tier and the gold standard for college football and Cincinnati this is their first time in the dance thanks for coming out appreciate it yeah hope you hope you enjoy the t-shirts enjoy it enjoy the experience uh, <laughs> before the game yeah. and then, my, my, yeah. my, Miami's really pretty the the hard rock stadium or I mean the no no they're in Dallas oh yeah they're in they're they're, they're, in, they're in, oh wow uh, a little bit different elements there never mind <laughs> never mind uh yeah your, your your time is gonna be all right Dallas has a fun nightlife you can go out and get real drunk afterwards though so, you know, that way you'll know where to go when you got to play TCU in the future. Uh, over across to uh, Texas Live and yeah. have, have a good time while you're there. Yeah. Have a good time. Just enjoy have, have fun. Because you're not winning the football game. Um, all right. <coughs> that wraps up the college football portion. Uh, kind of a little bit of a split there with Michigan and Georgia. Me and Brooks taking, uh, well, we'll go back over the shot bets, but everybody thinking Bama's going to roll over Cincinnati. Uh, so let's go ahead and jump over to the shop. 
Is it no bad? What a remix. <laughs> He's not in. <laughs> Play everything. Hit all the buttons. You're doing the match. Fat figured that one. A fat figured that one. I'm just like, you know, let's when just, let's just do the remake. You're about to get sacked and you're like scrambling. You just hit all the buttons. That's what Arlie did. Oh uh, man, it's fine. I don't even know who I threw it to. <laughs> who, who gave me control of this? God damn it! All right. <laughs> Uh, first sh- shot best guy shot best. First shot bet was Colts versus the Cardinals. Cardinals a one point favorite. The Colts won the game, giving us all the shot bet victory because, as you know, none of us bet on Cliff Kingsbury and now referred to as the Cardinals in the second half of the season. Uh, second shot bet game was Texas Tech versus Mississippi State. Mississippi State a nine and a half point favorite, and Texas Tech dominates thirty four to seven. Giving Dustin the win, him being the homer, me and Brooks with some kind of sense there, and it ended up paying off for Dustin. Uh, so that adds to the shot bet totals for me, which is disgusting. And uh, again, I, I need to take my own advice and shut the fuck up and start sending my own pictures and videos to Twitter so mm-hmm. I can start chipping this down because I'm literally drinking every weekend almost. But anyways, this week's uh, shot bet, shot bet number one is Michigan versus Georgia. Georgia being a seven and a half point favorite. And uh, we split here. uh, Dustin taking Georgia side of the bet and me and Brooks taking the Michigan side of the bet. As far as the Cardinals and the Cowboys, uh, Cowboys being a five and a half point favorite. We clean swept this one. All three of us thinking the Cowboys are not only going to beat the Cardinals this week or the Cardinals. But they're going to outright win this uh, this uh, spread here at the five and a half point Cowboys favorite. So I'm sitting at a total of 19. Brooks sitting at one shot bet owed. Although I think uh, we may be able to start counting some Nyquil shots for this week. Might might have to. Uh, there's some alcohol in it. It might count. And Dustin sitting at zero with a perfect win win last week. Uh, that does wrap up the show for us, guys. Let's go ahead and finish the, the day off here with some final shots. Dustin, uh, what's your final shot, final take? Anything you want to mention for the week? No, I was going to mention the John Madden stuff, but I didn't think, duh, we should talk about that in the NFL segment. So, of course, we did. So, I'm going to spend the rest of my day playing Madden. So, oh, if you have some Madden, go play it. Play a game. Do whatever for, for an hour or two today just for fun. Um, yeah, go play some Madden today. Nice. Uh, Brooks, final shot for the week, man. Yeah, since, uh, you know, we're all a little sick and wanted to cut this down a little bit, we didn't do an NBA segment this week. So I'll give like a one NBA shout out right here to Steph Curry again, who last night became the first player to hit 3,000 threes in his career. So, of course, every three he hits from now on is going to be a record, but surpassing the 3,003-point mark, pretty impressive. So we'll see uh, where he gets to in his uh, once his career ends. Will that be 4,000? Will that be 5,000? We'll, we'll see. Yeah, he said in a, the press conference, every three I make now is just going to be a record setter. <laughs> yeah, like, It's pretty crazy to think. Like, it's a weird – it's got to be a weird feeling, right? 
how far he's going to move the bar for this record. Yep. Uh, it's it's going to be untouchable. Um. Well, cool. Definitely excited for the Curry final shot there. Um. My mine is going to actually go out, and we we touched base on it a little bit. I think in in Club Red, but uh, it's going to go out to the SEC and the Big Twelve. <laughs> SEC 0-4, and, and the Big 12 tonight uh, with a chance to be, uh, what is it, 4-0 uh, with Iowa State and Oklahoma playing tonight. So, I think yeah, so. Yeah, Iowa State's playing Clemson at 445, and then Oregon's and uh, Oklahoma at 815. Uh, but I think we are 2-0 and at the moment. No, wait, did West Virginia then- win that game? I don't know. Oh no, West Virginia lost. West Virginia lost. I was kind of we were we were so we're two and one right now. That's what it is. But we're still we're we're still in the W column and technically better than the SEC. You know, in bowl games, it's fine. I'll take that. Uh, but that does wrap up the episode, guys. Uh, make sure again, make sure to 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 follow us on both iTunes and Spotify. Make sure to hit that five star button, especially you listeners on Spotify. That way we can get that ranking up there, get that rating on there. Uh, drop a review below on iTunes. Make sure you follow us on all the social media accounts uh, at tailgate underscore talks. Uh, Dustin, you can find him at Dustin Wimmer 22 Brooks at Calvin B. Barrett. And me at Blanco, where the L is one. That does wrap up the New Year's and the COVID edition of the tailgate talks and of the tailgate itself. Uh, but until next week, guys, catch y'all later. And uh, as Brooks would say, we'll catch y'all at the next tailgate. Peace. Good to get done. So much time to do things. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go play some Madden 16 for there the rest of the day, I guess. It's the last one I have, so <laughs> <laughs> I mean I still have a PS3, so way to go me. Yeah. I mean I don't play hardly anything that much anymore, so mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta go into work and do a couple things that I have to get done by the end of the month, but I have to wait till <laughs> everybody leaves. You gotta work everybody after leaves. hours. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Ooh. Gotta get those out. <laughs> Pay the gotta, bills. I gotta go and uh file some new applications. Ooh. So Fun little afternoon for me. Can't wait. So excited. Yay. Um, cool. I guess uh, I'm going to probably get working on this uh, tomorrow at some point. Uh, no longer <laughs> contagious, so I can come back and edit that whenever I need to. But um, yeah. anything else uh, y'all got for today? No, nah, man. Sweet, sweet. Good. We All might right. have to talk about the timing of recording next week with the big the Iowa State game. But Okay. Sounds we'll good. Text about it. Yeah, yeah we'll talk yeah. about it. We'll go get better, guys. Catch y'all or uh, talk to y'all here soon. All right. Later. Later.
Everybody out there listening, always, as always, as always, love and appreciate you. Peace.